So Leo season begins in just a few days. Thank, Thank God. God. Thank God. Thank God. Here's the thing that happens to me every year in Leo season. I unknowingly schedule a haircut. Oh. Like, right. And as you, or I don't know if I like said this on the pod last year. I definitely said on my Instagram, but my experience last year getting my haircut was an adventure to say the least. I'm sorry. Do you remember this? Because no, I, I wasn't, I wasn't washing my hair. I'm still not washing my hair. Uh-huh. Like I went in and it was, it's just as like this little salon in my town. And I guess like now what I learned I need to do. And I talked to the woman on the phone. She's like, oh, yeah, just come in with your hair wet. But I went in with my hair dry. And she was like, she's like, you don't, you don't want me to wash your hair? And I'm like, no. And of course I got this like neurotic woman. I'm like, no, just like a dry cut. And she's like, why? Like, why don't you want me to wash your hair? She's like, it feels so good to get your hair washed at the salon. She's like, come on, treat yourself. And I'm like, no, thank you. And then she's like pretending like she can't brush my hair, which like I brush my hair multiple times a day. Like it's <laughs> completely fine. And she's like, oh, only like it was wet if I could wash it for you. And I'm like, well, I don't want you to wash it. I'm like, you can wet it. And she's like, I just feel like you have so much built. Do you live in Pembroke? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, you got a lot of buildup from those pipes in Pembroke. That that Pembroke water, yep, you, we're going to need to wash this out of your hair. I'm like, no. So I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving ER nurse. Like, oh, if only you could pee in this cup on command. Oh. Right. I've switched salons because I cannot go back there. Right. Um, but it was, like, so frustrating and then she finished cutting it. I just like wanted a trim. This was last year. And she like turned me around to look in the mirror and she literally goes, mm, I wish I could have washed it. <gasps> no. And I'm like, I've never had a hairstylist like show me my hair and not been like, do you love it? Look at it. Like it looks so good. She was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I had like told. I described her to my mom and my sisters when I got home, and they, like, all knew who she was. They, like, all, like, said her name, and I was like, oh. Ew. The infamous. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Okay, but- maybe that's different. Maybe it is the Pembroke pipes or whatever that make people feel this way up there, but I've never, like, it's always just been a question when I walk into a hair salon of, like, oh, do you want me to wash your hair or not? Right. I feel like it was, it's like a fancier salon. Like, I think they just, I don't know. I was the only one in there too. Like it was a slow day. She was telling me how like COVID has just knocked them out of business and like all this stuff. And I think she just wanted the extra charge for the shampoo, but yeah, it was interesting. Oh, I wish I could wash oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, goodbye. That's <laughs> ridiculous mm-hmm. so a different salon tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'll be going in with wet hair so great mm-hmm. crazy just a trim no just a trim um nothing crazy I feel connected to my hair the way that it is so mm-hmm. I live in this like uh daily question of like do I just keep letting it grow or do I chop it off Right. 
and I just like always want to just cut it short and then but then I like it for like a week and then you're in the awkward in-between stage for like six months have you ever had what's the shortest that you've had it like a bob here the shortest I've ever had it was not a request by me I was it was the day I was flying to Prague to live there for a month and I went to go get my hair cut by my beloved hairstylist Jeremy and he went just went a little crazy this time he cut 11 inches of my hair off oh my god 11 and then I sat to sit on a plane for 12 hours flying to Europe being like what the hell am I gonna do with my hair because I had never had hair that short before how many inches were you expecting like four. Oh, I think, I think the words I said were Oh, you know, just enough for it to, like, look like I did something different. Right, that's always... I'm looking at your Instagram to look back at that area of life. That realm of life, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I cut it pretty short, like, to, like, 2019. Okay, yeah. When I lived in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And again, I liked it, but then I just hate the in-between. I either like it long or short. Right. So. These are Leo season questions. Leo season crimes against humanity. Hairdressers cutting 11 inches off. Welcome to the fifth element. A podcast for people seeking intimate connection with their innermost self through holistic healing, cosmic consciousness, and radical rebirth. We hope each episode is an opportunity for listeners to join the collective journey towards intuition and integration. Um, What are you looking forward to in Leo season? Just not being in cancer season. (laughs) (laughs) It's felt so Mercury retrograde without anything being in retrograde lately. Yes! That's exactly Mm -hmm. how I've been feeling. Like, even the technology, the cars, the, just like everything. Today, someone told me, he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I was running late. I got pulled over like a block away from here. And I was just like, what are you doing? It's not even Mercury retrograde. What are you doing getting pulled over? And it was like yeah. a joke, but also like, no, that has been the energy for sure. Right. I don't really get it. Um, it's concerning to me. Chiron is retrograde. I mean, a couple planets are retrograde. Like, what do we got? Pluto, Neptune, Saturn. But they they often go retrograde. Pluto? Um, yeah, Pluto's probably a big contender doing its well, last round. Well, in Capricorn, in the last degree of Capricorn, mm-hmm. which is where my moon is. Right, which is where my house of work and daily life are. Mm, And mine of relationships. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that seems to hit the nail on the head, as Molly would say. (laughs) (laughs) Just off the top. Just off the top. top. Um, Yeah, that it's felt extremely chaotic. Yes. I mean, we've also been living like kind of, maybe not too out of the norm for you because you do travel a lot, but it's been a chaotic month for me, just like all the traveling, Mm -hmm. which I love to do, but 
to be outside of the routines for that long and to like just yeah. in the field of like other people. Yeah. It's felt different for me even just traveling this summer because Keely and I were both at the Matriarch Rising Festival and then at Adelaide from Small Magic Births Pelvic Health Intensive. Um, but even for me, like I've been traveling up until this summer in a way that's been like, I can leave whenever I want. Like, right. yes, I'm here, but I'm ready to go at a moment's notice. It's mm -hmm. giving fight or flight. It's giving <laughs> escapism. But this summer was like, oh, there are places that I actually need to be and like stay, but not for long enough where I get like grounded. So it mm -hmm. felt very like I didn't have an option of staying long and grounding in. I didn't have an option of leaving when I felt like I wanted to leave. And not that I wanted to leave either place, but even now being like in Massachusetts, um, after the intensive, there was like this feeling of, um, okay, like what am I going to do next? Like, I'm just kind of like in limbo. Mm -hmm. Now I got that figured out, like it feels better, but it definitely felt like a different flavor of traveling from just being like, oh, I'm going to go here and then maybe I'll change my flight and go here this day instead. And then I'll stay here and maybe I'll get an Airbnb or maybe I'll stay with friends. Like that feeling of um, agency, I guess, mm -hmm. over my schedule. Like I realized how much I like take that for granted that I get to do that so much in my life because like that is usually like this feeling that I'm feeling of like obligation to like do things and be places is what people just live in. And I'm like, this is horrible because I want to right. do whatever I want whenever I want. As I said to the waiter at Wahlburgers when he brought us <laughs> a table, I get what I want. You did not say that. <laughs> yes, I did. And he was like, he's like, oh, he's like, he said something really rude because he didn't understand the context because at the beginning of the meal, he or the beginning of when we got there we had to sit at the bar and I was like I hate right. this I want to sit at a table with all my friends and so I was like hey could you let us know when a table opens up he's like yeah and then he's bringing out our food or someone else is bringing out our food and the host is like oh like I got you guys a table like perfect timing I was like we always get what we want and the waiter was like oh do you like I can take this food away right now and I was like what ew it was so weird I know but I was like, sir, you don't understand. Like, we are manifesting queens. So we do. Right. Like, our pelvises are so aligned. That's the thing. We were so powerful. We walked in there. I was like, there isn't any way we're not getting a table. Like, you think our pelvises want to sit on these bar stools? <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, and also, like, the recent travels out of your control have been, like, working that's like true. that's been like the main motivation for for being there yeah and then in between that we had a little road trip with a certain man hmm. <laughs> coming to meet the fam just in and out meeting all the important people in my life so it's just been a whirlwind of things happening right we're skateboarders now mm -hmm. and roller skaters yes Watch out for season four, everyone. Yeah, we have some, some things brewing. 
some new hobbies. You, you know, you might be thinking, oh, Emily and Keely sound like they should probably take a break and like <laughs> settle down, settle in somewhere. And we're like, skate park, here we come. <laughs> Time to learn right. a new hobby. The chaotic vibes. Um, I was also going to bring up just the upcoming Jupiter transit. And I know you don't particularly like transits because they're always just a little too on the nose. No, I, I love this is like how, what I say about the beach. Like I love the idea of the beach, but in practice, I don't really care for the beach because I don't like sand and I don't like being wet in dry places and I don't like that whole to do. This is how I feel about transit astrology. Oh, yeah. Like, can you like extend, expand on that? <laughs> yeah. Like I love the fact that the planets continue to move and they align <laughs> with our charts in a particular way that it brings <laughs> meaning and potency forevermore to our natal charts. I love that that happens, but the personal attacks that the cosmos <laughs> have on me and my natal chart are a little much, especially <gasps> recently. Right. So, you know, I don't, particularly pay attention to the current transits like really closely but they're um, paying attention to you yeah that's the problem <laughs> it's kind of like a big brother situation like I don't I choose to like not know what's happening and yet I am affected and watched mm. okay no but I I, I would like to know so okay well I think we talked about this before on the pod when we were talking about Jupiter and Aries right and you were like oh my gosh like career like (laughs) 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 you're like new development one but one but one sign ago bad Jupiter was bringing me such good and then literally what are we like um a couple weeks later and yeah, well, it hasn't. Fun, it hasn't. Is changing. It hasn't retrograded yet. But what I was looking at for you in the future, like um, Jupiter moves back into Pisces from October until like right before the new year, and so this stint of Jupiter and Aries is actually just like from May tenth until October, like from May until October, is just a taste of twenty twenty three. So if we think back to Jupiter and Pisces, which was like expansion in the area of your life that rules over Pisces, which for you is the ninth house, right? And like, we can think back to lots of ninth house themes that were going on in your life from May 10th, 2021 to May 10th, 2022, spiritual expansion, finishing your thesis, like expanding your horizons, et cetera, et cetera. So what you're dealing with now in terms of career is actually just a taste of 2023. And Jupiter is going to move back into Pisces in October through the end of the year to like finish out the like expansive, generous, like wave of luck that it brought to the ninth house and that it will bring to the ninth house. So it's in Aries right now. And when it goes retrograde, it'll dip back into the sign of Pisces because it's like Mm -hmm. going backwards quote unquote, mm-hmm. and then it'll go back into Aries. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was interesting in terms of you kind of discerning like, okay, career, 
education, like where am I going? And we kind of talked about this before we started recording, but there's a sense of like, maybe we don't know where we're going because mm -hmm. we're not meant to know yet. And that made me think of like the Jupiter and Pisces. Like, I wonder what will be revealed come October. That is actually the background for like the actual Jupiter and Aries work that comes 2023. Like we get like a taste of it and we're like, oh, I'm going to take action in this realm. And then we like dip back into Pisces and then 2023 is actually like the taking action. Well, what does it say to you that I have Mars and Saturn there too? In Pisces? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In regards to Jupiter. Um, I mean, Mars and Saturn together are like so clearly like work, like Saturn is work and Mars is like motivation to work. And so it would make sense to me that right now is actually a feeling of like not knowing how to act or what to act on doesn't mean like you can't act or you shouldn't act but um i feel like sometimes we have to do stuff where like the motivation isn't there yet if we have the like long longer term vision um but it does also like the other thing that comes up for me with saturn and pisces is opportunities to like lean into our Saturn placements before our Saturn return because dear listeners that's gonna be quite the season yeah, that we uh, like start start our Saturn return like we are taking you with us we are dragging you down with us right wait when does your start you know um no but doesn't it move into Pisces in like March yeah but like mine doesn't officially start until like March 2025. So what? Yeah. Because of your degrees. Mm-hmm. Oh. How will I how can I know? There's like a Saturn return calculator. There's a couple. Oh well, let me look this up. All right, right, right. So I'm like, I'm like ready. I'm like, bring it on. Let's just get some stuff aligned. But then I'm like, 2025? I'm Jay Chillin. Well, are you? Right. <laughs> Right, like all the chaos that's happening right now seems like for what, even though I know it's not, but I'm like, any chaos that happens during the Saturn return, I'm like, okay, bring it, we're just getting back on course. Okay, but you see, that's the, that's the like. No, I know, it's just, it's aligning me for the Saturn return, blah, 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 blah. But what I'm just, what I'm saying is transit astrology, like it can help you with that. Wait, okay, I'm on Saturn return calculator. What do I do? Saturn return, age. 29 March 2024 that's what it says what okay am I 27 yes oh my god <laughs> in two years I'm gonna be 29 no no but anyway no use thinking about the future because there's enough to deal with in the present moment which has been the theme of my life trying to figure out my future when right the only thing we can figure out is right here the next right thing so right say. what is the next right thing for you 
I don't know. Anna didn't give me instructions on what to do when you don't know what the next right thing is. Don't have a little cave to swim out of mm. after my snowman melted. Have you been crying lately? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Good, good, good. I feel like that will give insight. Well. <laughs> Cancer season. Right. Yeah, so anyways, what am I looking forward to in Leo season? Um, <laughs> other than Cancer season just being over. Um, I feel like, well, I hadn't thought about this until right now, so this is probably a good thing for me to think about, but like I declared this my Leo year. Mm-hmm. And until Cancer season, I was doing a really good job of like stepping mm. into the light, being seen, mm-hmm. performing, the creativity, the being with kids, the like all the Leo things. And I did a little bit of that in cancer season, but um, it wasn't really a focus. So yeah, I feel like Leo season, you know, is just an invitation for me to really step into that energy even more so than I have all year. Wow. And we'll see what fruits come from it. Mm. Do you feel like you've related more to your second house in Leo throughout this year? The house of resources and needs. Yeah, I mean, not in like a super conscious way, but it is, I have been, it's like the longest that I've been in one place in a mm-hmm. while. So, um, yeah, so in that way, yes. And I like have not been financially like insecure like I have mm-hmm. been previously so there's that and just like feeling like I have what I need to the degree of like I have too much mm-hmm. I want to get rid of things um hmm. and just kind of like yeah I guess I mean like I haven't thought about it in the context of the second house but these have been things on my mind of like what do what what is really serving me tangibly in my life and like what people are there supporting me in this way? Like, where do I want to live? Like, family, all these things. So, yeah, in that way, it's definitely been on on the mind. It's making me think of the, like, at the festival, we did the maidenhood circle. And, like, a prompt that we were all discussing was, like, what does it look like to, for so many women, like, not necessarily want to be in this season of, like, figuring out their shit? like wondering what their family's going to be like, wondering when they're going to meet their partner, wondering when they're going to live. Like, what does it feel like to actually live in that season rather than just be like trying to plan out of it, which is what I feel like I've been doing for sure. Um, Just recently, like, I feel like I was doing a better job of that at the beginning of the year, but like, of, you know, just a way of like dissociating from the present moment of being like, okay, well, I need to like get my life together and make sure that I'm on the right track for like the next phase of my life rather than just being in the current season, um, which is what you were kind of talking about with like astrology has been happening to you. You've been experiencing it in the moment, not necessarily being like, all right, here comes like this transit, like here I go. And that's a very different energy than you know, trying to like predict essentially and like control what's going to come next and think that you have it figured out. 
yeah, and that is part of the reason why I don't really pay attention to it mm-hmm. anymore is because it so quickly for me becomes like a control. Yeah. Mechanism. Like I was just getting so obsessed with knowing where everything was for so long. Yeah. But then I was like, it was just all consuming. And I was like mm-hmm. letting that then dictate my life. And I was like, okay, I need to stop. So now I'm like, okay, I usually know like where the moon is. Yeah. What phase it's in. And that's more for like, cycle tracking than anything Mm -hmm. um but yeah other than that I'm like I just can't and it's funny because when we were in the maiden circle I was like oh my gosh I love being a maiden I love that I don't have like people I'm responsible for I love that I'm like you know have the freedom to do what I want to go where I want and whatever and that I can like support mothers like through that Mm -hmm. stepping into that And then, you know, other people get involved and then I forget that I love that part of myself. Mm. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and it can easily go from this, like, free, like, unattached, no responsibilities energy to chaotic, like, spread out, like, energy everywhere like I have like no direction yeah I feel like mothering and being in relationship although you can obviously be in relationship when you're a maiden but like especially mothering gives you such a focus of your energy and I feel like the maiden phase can just be like really like there's so much possibility and we could go here and here and how do you choose and that's been something that I've been really wanting to do better at is like focus my energy more and be able to do that as a maiden like what a gift that would be to be able to focus my energy without kids yet like that's amazing like what an amazing time to do that so that was like a side ramble but that's well kind of and what I've been thinking the more balance there is in that then the more balance you'll find like when you enter the mother phase too I hope life. so yeah well, because I don't believe motherhood to be like this, like, not free, like, right. crippling responsibility time of life. Definitely not. Yeah. And what better time? Yeah, just like the Saturn return, like, honing in your energy, like, in terms of control and surrender, like, it's the same thing with maidenhood, like, honing on your energy in order to like make the next phase useful hopefully right it's weird to think like one day you'll just like never not have responsibilities again like the day you become a mother you're just like now I'm like always going to be thinking of this person like for the rest of my life so wild well yeah oh my gosh (laughs) like gotta figure shit out before that um how is how is jupiter going to affect you with your pisces moon um hmm. i feel like it's going to be another season of like 
emotional healing, probably. Like, let's see, Jupiter moved into Aries on May 10th. And I feel like before that set the stage for a lot of what I experienced during Jupiter in Aries and still am experiencing of like new perspectives. Like for me, it's the ninth house. So it's like, like new experiences, new perspectives, having so many possibilities, like feeling this need to focus. And before I literally didn't feel that. Like when Jupiter was in Pisces, I was just like, so um, like emotionally inward. I feel like my energy has been like way more outward. And then I can totally feel like the pull pulling me into like going more inward again. And well, that's the eighth to ninth house. Jump. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've also feel felt pretty disconnected from my emotions during Jupiter and Aries. Like it just mm -hmm. hasn't felt like the forefront. Okay. And I feel like that's because with Jupiter and Pisces, it was totally the forefront because it was like my moon. Right. And there, there's many factors for that, obviously, not just astrologically, but that's one lens of looking at it. Um, going to take a nice bath tonight. I've been missing those while on the road. Just thinking the same. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And moving back to Phoenix on. The weekend this will be released so i feel like moving to the desert leo season like the sun back to the place of healing the vibes the solitude the everything like it's gonna be good also the aesthetic is just on point for my life right well and for leo season right on time it's gonna be great dang should i move to phoenix yeah you should the way Everyone we did in-person recording sessions. Right. We are falling behind amongst the Gen Zer fandom. I know. They're all together not, now. I know. <sighs> Sorry, we're nomadic. <laughs> right. Well, that's pretty much it for me. We're both feeling chaotic and discombobulated. But such is life, and we'll get through it. Right. Astrologers are going to be like, pranked ya, Mercury's been retrograde for the last month. Oh my gosh, imagine. imagine. <laughs> that would be such a good April Fool's joke. Why don't, it, why don't astrologers do that? Just all the astrologers from around the world. They're like, hey guys. <laughs> be hilarious. Gemma, Mercury would love it. That's right. really Mercury's vibe. There are only five more episodes left in the season Crazy. so I don't know if we want to reveal the movie mm. we'll be discussing at the end of the season I'd love for people to guess oh that's a great idea if anybody has any guesses should we give them like a little prize if they get it right Ooh, sure I'm trying to think of what that could be like a personalized like shout out you have to be the first one to guess it in the comments on our instagram post Ooh, okay this episode that's a good idea and then maybe we'll like like dm them for their like birth chart info and give them like 
the top qualities or like gifts or like strengths that we see or something yeah something nice tell, we can tell you how Jupiter's gonna affect you oh that's or, a good idea. or like what energy to step into in Leo season how you can shine in Leo season mm. yeah we'll, right. we'll figure it out it's very on brand um it's Disney and I guess the other clue we can give is that it's recent it's not frozen no or frozen two or Moana right or right. the fifth element because we've done all those movies. Definitely not. Definitely not the fifth element. Mm -mm. Okay, so head over to our Instagram and check it out. And we have a couple more guests and cool episodes slotted for you guys. And then we're taking off some months and going inward and emerging as skateboarders. <laughs> Take a break. Thank <laughs> you.